0: DigitalDarren.com. Today is August 9th, 2017. Calhoun with me. Just a couple of
1: vegans with a vegan meal or two. What's going on, my boy? Chilling. Today we are back on relationships, one of our favorite topics. Let's get it, man. We sort of miss it. We used to have the Calhoun love series in the summer. We've both been busy. You're in love. You know what
0: I'm saying? I'm uh out here, so we might as well get a little bit of it in. Let's get it. And we're going to talk about kind of black love at a macro level, then kind of focus in on at least one key stereotype that we hear a lot of, kind of clarify that stereotype. Isn't black love beautiful? I really can't say. So Why you can't say? Before we go to that, <laughs> I found love, found beautiful, the one for me. Awesome. Everybody in the Digital Darren podcast who's met love. sort of thinks she's a great girl.
1: I think she's the best thing that ever happened to you, seriously. I think she is by far. I think
0: you. There hasn't been a woman in the same stratosphere as this. One. Completely agree. There's only one catch twenty two to this. Well, it's a catch. It's it's a difference. It's a There's only one difference. That's probably. The best oh, time. What's the difference? She's
1: white. She's what? <laughs> She's white. Now, now, question, because of course a lot of people have, if they've heard any of the past podcasts. And they may have heard that some of your uh, views, as far as dating interracially, uh, we had a certain podcast with you, myself, and Mister Mob, and our, our views on interracial dating. Uh, believe it or not, I was proponent of interracial dating. You were the only proponent. I was the only one. Mister Mob was like, "No, the only thing they could do is maybe a sexual favor," and you was like, "Hell, no, nah, not at all." So now, how does someone as pro-black or as strict as you were?
0: How does one go into interracial in dating? How did that happen? So let's back up. So we did a podcast that was unedited about cooning and what it is to be a coon. Okay. And so, you know, basically, a high level of that is, you know, when you're consistently selling out your people to other races, that's when you're a coon or whatever. And so to expand that to a dating concept, when you're habitually looking for other women and other races because you think they're better than your own race. That's cool. So like we know cats who like you, they have to date outside because they don't think for whatever reason, black girls aren't pretty enough aren't smart enough aren't
1: capable too much enough, mouth, too much
0: mouth capable. Too difficult. They're incapable. And they fuck. And so, you know, that's kind of corny. so like with me, I didn't meet my girl, like trying to, it wasn't self hate. It wasn't self hate. Good point. It was just, Hey got to know each other and fell in love with. Them.
1: Now, how is it that someone who had your views, as far as white women go, how did you even get to that route? How how did you let your guards down enough, or well, one, her woman? greatness?
0: So, obviously, okay. she's she's dated racially before. So, her having the experience and her understanding and accepting and loving black culture to a degree is and respecting black culture and respecting black men. Is played a crucial role in me getting to this point because it's one of the situations where she had to take my hand and walk me down this path because I didn't have any knowledge. I'm going in like, uh, it was right around, you know. It's well, me. I
1: remember when you was going in. What what speaks to her greatness is you was in a place. You was coming out of a situation that wasn't the, that you wasn't too fond of. It wasn't the best timing. You didn't even want a relationship. And then the compound net, she was uh she wasn't she wasn't black. Yeah. So those are two like major, major strikes. Cause at the time before you started even dating or looking at her, I remember we was having conversations. Like, man, I'm not with this dating at all. I'm done. I'm taking a break.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm done with it for now. You were like, I just wanna just chill by myself and just live my life for now.
0: Yeah. And this is right after the situation you was in. Yeah, like so <laughs> Not only are they complexion night and day apart from each other, but their mindset night and day. And so one of my, you know, not to make this all about me, we're going to talk, you know, well, bigger kinda, picture in a minute. Because one
1: of the things that go on that I'm seeing, especially now, because it's a such a tumultuous time, and I don't know if I said that right, tumultuous time in, in America. And it's boiling back down to black and white once again, this many years later. And the question keep coming up and the, the post that keeps coming and the comments that keep coming is, can you be pro-black? Can you be a man of blackness and marry or date interracially?
0: So I think, go ahead. I'm going to answer that question in a minute. I want to go back to, you know, the initial topics was that my girl understood respected, and liked black culture enough that she could walk me down and kind of ease my concerns with the other case. So like, you know, with Get Out, you know, like Get Out was one of the things like, hey, y'all shouldn't see Get Out. You know, it was kind of silly, not really as serious as it could have been or whatever. Like, she was like, no, we're going to see it was stronger than it. You know what I'm saying? Like, for all the wrongs that, you know, whites have done to blacks, I'm, you know, I wasn't a part of that. I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm going to be the all the rights that why you should believe in another race or whatever. So just her mindset and just, hey, I'm going to walk through this with you. Good, bad, right, wrong, whatever you think. I'm gonna clarify what I know and how I feel, and how my family feels, and how we look at it. And trust me, we don't look at it like you know how other what other whites may look at it. But trust me, I'm in this with you, and I'm gonna help you. Walk. I'm gonna get through this, which I'm gonna help you get through this and understand where I come from and what me and my family stand on.
1: Now, do you ever struggle with the with being with or having all to- the time? That you have had
0: to struggle with that, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, so it's one of those things. It's still like a new experience for me. You know what I'm saying? It's still one of those things where, like, you still hold a little, little bit. I mean, it, it's been thirty some years that you know we come from this mindset, and one of the things she understands is that I can understand how like people, you know, blacks can be racist towards whites because when you were raised in the segregation era, when you during the civil rights era, like you when you weren't treated the same, yeah, you should have hostility. Cause that wasn't right, so part of her having that mindset of understanding, she kind of understands that, that was that's what's instilled in kids too. And for every every side has good and bad. dance still instilling to their kids, and from racism from one end is being instilled to the kids, and hey, don't mess with the other race. Or you know, right or wrong, is it being instilled? And she understands that dynamic, so she goes extra hard to show how at least she's not like that. So y'all are
1: the dream materialized, Martin said little black boys and little white girls like
0: you went up the mountain and came down so I say this for any in any conflict, one side has to humble themselves, typically the side with the power has to humble themselves to realize it. so what I mean by that when you are forced to be in other situations with other races and you realize just how human they are, then you you know if you have any type of value of skill in the world and value of like self then you can step back and say hey we are all the same we all just want to provide for our kids love our loved ones be better people and so in a lot of cases when you know we always say trailer part trash not saying that about her or her family at all because yeah,
1: she's clearly not she's Yeah, yeah but I was just saying like she
0: yeah, yeah, yeah she has a lot going on you know, but like normally it's clear. like people who have been forced to be right. in other situations then that's
1: when they start mixing trailer exactly.
0: trash project cat and Exactly. Or even now, if we go back to what's happening in Minnesota with the cop killing the white lady, now everybody, now her family looks like, Hey, there's some unity among people. Now, you know what I'm saying? So it takes situations of lifestyles to kind of see you in there. And so from her learning and her lifestyle, she's just been able to carry me through that or whatever. And so to answer the other question, absolutely. You can be black and date interracial and, just because you like who you like doesn't change the fact that when you walk out the door you still face black problems. Right. Just got date a white girl doesn't mean I am quit being any less black. To the white people in the world, I'm still black. Uh, black people think you become less black because you're dating a white girl. I think that if you actively go after only white girls, then you kind of sell, sell your soul. But if you just met a girl, she loved you, and then you haven't sold your soul. You just fell in love with who you fell in love with. I'm still down for the cause. I'm still down for the plight. I'm still down for everything because this affects me and my life every day. And I do have people, black people, I care for.
1: So I even go a step further. <clears throat> and not only, when I was speaking of anything that's deal with the plight or anything that's deal with us fighting, your children, as dark as you are, are probably going to lean dark a little bit. They're not going to come out looking like Mariah Carey. They're going to probably come out looking like J Cole. Yeah. So that's going to be a fight that you she's going to have to raise a black son. And what all that
0: entails. And you seen an article about that, with me. right. And basically, you know, it was a same couple, a black man, white lady, married with kids. And she wrote an article about how she didn't she what she didn't know about raising a black a black man a male, son a, a son. And same thing, my girls don't have to have that same lesson. So it's going to be a bunch of conversations, a bunch of this, this, and that. Now, granted, we may not go down this road. This road may be. She has, you know, black nieces and nephews. So at like- 10
1: years from now, the world is changing. I mean, we loving, they loving trannies now. Yeah. So the world is changing at a rapid rate. So who knows what it'll be 10 years from now. Or it may still be. We're, we haven't come so far, even now. Yeah. So it may be. So those are some of the hurdles y'all going to have to do when you have a, a ch- a children. Yeah. Without a doubt. The whole thing about it is, and because I'm, I know you, you're my brother. And so I know the I knew the process. I know the process of how we even came to this to where we came to where you are. It wasn't like you was looking after the search for someone, white. And we were talking about this the other day, even in mine because I'm at this point I'm saying, even in that podcast, when I was like I'm open to all races, right now I feel like it's a it's our job and our responsibility as black men to be with a black woman. I think that's a sacrifice we have to make in the community. Now, some may say, is it a sacrifice really? It's a big sacrifice. There, is a, there are a lot of hurdles in dating in our, in our community because it's two porcupines, it's, it's so much damage and it's so much stuff that's already. I mean, you're going to have to build this from scratch. The community is torn to pieces, it's shredded up. So, I liken it to you have all, it's, it's paper, it's newspapers on the shredder. And the shredder's full. And you have to take all these scrappings out and piece it back together. And that's what we have to do is black and white, I mean black and black men, black women, to try to get the community, to try to get our family structures back. It's been destroyed by some of everything. And we all have had a hand in it. So when you said it the other day, we were speaking, and you were like, So what happens when you how you meet a young lady, you think she's attractive, but she friends on? You meet another young lady, uh, you and a, and a friend, she passed you up, she gets with him, and then later on, she comes back to you. What happens when you're dating someone and she takes you for granted or she don't love you or she don't be there for you or she don't care for you and all that stuff? What happens on the next one if you just meet a couple of them and they just whores? They're just having sex and they're doing all this. What happens then? What happens when you're talking and... Uh, you're not the friends. Maybe you're the friend's benefits. Maybe you don't have enough. Maybe you don't make enough for this one. Maybe you're not tall enough for that one. Maybe you're not dark enough for this one. Maybe you're not light enough for that one. Maybe you don't have the dreads of this one. And it's just a continuous style. You meet another one and she's with somebody, but they're not with no one. You meet another one and she's not consistent in her conversation. She talked to you today. You may not see your callers. You may not respond in uh, another week or two. Remember before you met your old lady, you had met a couple of other Sisters. And they were ghosting. Call now. Don't listen to her. Don't do this. Then call again and talk. It was inconsistent. And you said, and then what if you meet a woman and she responds like you want? She doesn't take you for granted. She's into the things that you're into. She nurtures and cares for your personality. She's sensitive. She submissive. What if she's your perfect
0: partner, but she's white? Then what? So let me pick up the ball. So that's part of what happened. So let me say, let me start off by saying this: I think black women are God's, as a whole, are God's greatest creation. I think so too. Now, do I? That don't mean that a black woman was right. Was my soulmate? It's a book called "I Suck at it, Girls." It's written by a guy, the guy who wrote "Shit My Dad Says." Really funny book. Basically, it's about his dad. This is basically I'm going to paraphrase this book. This book was basically it's, we're gonna start with the United States. What it's like three hundred million people in the United States, right? Three hundred million people in the United States. Let's break it down. Cut it in half. Half men, half girls. We're just gonna use this. So it's 150 million women in the United States. Let, let's break this down by a third, because a third are too young, they're children, a third are too old. So out of 150 million, it's fifty million women. Just fifty million datable women. Oh So we're gonna break that down. Out of fifty million datable women let's break down half of them are married. So now they got 25 dateable women mm-hmm. aren't married in, the, in your country. You have a reasonable chance of getting that one. Them. Out of that 25 million who aren't married, how many like girls? How many of them are gay? Right. So let's break that down even more. How? What percentage would you say is gay? These days, 25, 30%. Did you say that's too, high or too no, hard No, no. So we'll say. That's a lot of girls. We'll play. cut down from 25. So are
1: we going to say like girls who are in a relationship with girls? Or are we going to say girls who like girls? Because it's more than that for girls
0: who like girls. Girls who like girls. Girls who like girls. is a lot of them. Most so, girls like girls. So, okay. We're going to take that. 25 million. Split it in half again. 12.5 million. 12.5 million datable women in the United States. Now, let's break it down to women who you will only see. So now let's break it down to in your metropolitan area. You could break that down by 80%. It's probably 1.5 million datable women in your metropolitan area. So there's 1.5 million women who you could date. And you could, you know, the ones who take out the ones who just don't physically attract you. The ones who don't have your, you know, your personality likes. It's ten, we'll break it all the way down to probably like 10,000 women who kind of fit in that circle. Now I got to fit. Now you get fit what they like. Exactly. And you have to fit what they like. So we break it down even more. Right. So we'll go from 10,000 to 1,000. Okay. So it's 1,000 women in any given area that you can date and be semi-happy with. Okay. But it's only one made for you. <laughs> Good one. That was awesome. Okay. And so it could have been 999 black women who I could have dated and been happy with. But it's only one soulmate for me. And she just happened not to be black. Can have a great life with any of them. But... In this case, for me, it's only one of, and she wasn't black in this, and just for me. Thank you for listening to Digital Darren. Next time, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. But to <laughs> your bigger point, I do feel that the community needs blacks marrying blacks, marrying blacks. And so one thing I've seen from my previous relationships to now is that the support. And so, like, the people who support you are going to support you regardless. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying just a general hashtag. So, like, when I post, I never posted pictures of me and my other ex-cause of a situation. But she would post pictures and it would always be hashtag black love. You know, just exuding that blackness or whatever. And that's great. We need that. But how can you survive and how can you make all these hashtags about how black, black, black girl magic, black queens rock, Black kings, king, queen, all this as a black culture, we black love, we exude all these things, but everybody's single. Makes, sense. Makes no sense to me. And I am and I don't mean to be a corner, I mean to be like, ah, no, no, what you're saying is is,
1: is unbelievably true. This is a problem that we're having right now. This is one of the obstacles and hurdles that I'm having dating in the, in our
0: community. No, this is true. So, how do you feel about that? Because, like, it seems like, like you said, as the world, as the country's kind of dividing a little more, people are doubling down on what, at least in the black search, they're doubling down on pro-black, black this and black this. But why is everybody single? Why isn't anybody getting married or giving each other chances? I went to, this weekend, I went to a group. It was, it was a Facebook group. Now, I just stopped by a friend of mine who was a Facebook group of basically Atlanta singles, everybody black, two black women one black man and they were both of the women were sitting talking about how they are single. Great guy. Like he's like a high level ranking person at Homeland security. No kids. Great guy may not be physically what they want. I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but just a solid guy showed them a good time. And meanwhile, they're talking about how they're single and can't find a good guy, but it's right in your face. So, how many times have you gotten that in your life? Too many times. How many times have I gotten that in my Too life? Too many times. How do we get from this fantasy of what black love is to actually living it in mass?
1: So we get it when they ran through, had a couple of girl experiences, have a couple of kids, um, and life have totally humbled them, and then they're ready for
0: you. So let's back this back, because. You know, that goes into one of our greatest things, the evolution of a bitch. One of the greatest things we have on this show. Why can't we get that before all of that happens?
1: I was talking to a couple of women at a uh, beauty salon because we got into this conversation. And uh, one of them was saying how she was, uh, she had, it was a nice guy that she was with. He was awesome. But she, the cat who, her baby daddy was in jail. And what she did was, she was like, she broke it off with him to get back with the guy in jail when he got out. Fast forward after their marriage, and, and it crumbles. Now she's like him and, him and uh, her and him talking again, speaking a little bit. And she was like, oh, no, I don't know. I always wanted him on my knee. I wanted him to be there. I knew he was a good guy. I made that mistake. And so she was saying, she don't know if 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 she could, uh, if he would go ahead. But he's not aggressive. enough. So I was saying, just you be the person, you be the aggressor in this thing. He's really a nice guy. He's not going to, he's one to want you to be comfortable. Things of that nature, stuff that you and I have talked about. And so what I told her is, he's, He. she was like, I'm glad he had a son because now he know what I'm going through. I was like, that's not, it's not him having an understanding of him having a son Why he's coming back to you. He never stopped loving you. So that's why he's talking to you again. The fact that y'all have a son outside of it is not the thing that's, that's helping this cause or anything else that hinder it. I said, I told her, you could have built, y'all could have built something together. Y'all didn't have to have your kids, his kids. They could have been our kids. Y'all could have been had a legacy. You could have bought your house. You could have had you some children that was y'all children, not his and hers. I said, and that's the problem that comes with good guys. Now when you got a double back and now you are ready for a good guy, but you chose this other guy. Why you choose this other guy? Because he was a bad guy or because he was fine, or because he had a bigger dick, or he was getting more money at the time in the streets instead of a, a working joke. See, these are the problems. So the other one was like, you know, that's just the stuff that you have to go through in order to get the wisdom. And I said, my problem comes in. That's not holding, that's not holding yourself to a, to a level of accountability because you're not. Because to sit here and say that you're 24, 25 and all that stuff, oh, I got to have a whole phase to, know what I, to get to a certain level. That's preposterous. You knew it then. You knew when you was younger. Don't be around here having sex with every guy. You knew when you was younger, your parents and somebody else told you about these good guys. You didn't like the good guy. You didn't like the guy who was going to school and getting education. You didn't like the guy that was working a regular job. They didn't like that guy. So they had to get drugged and they had to get played and all that stuff. And after a while, and now you have all these. Now you have another kid, even if it's one. That's what she's bringing to the table. Somebody else's kid for you to raise. All these other experiences—that's why they ain't no more slut shaming. All these different experiences and all these other guys has touched you. No guy wants that. You don't want that. We was talking about it. You—it's almost like going about things the right way right now isn't paying off because you're getting the same thing that the next person again. So somewhat, so you and I—we wasn't. We've had. We've made our mistakes without a doubt, and we've done some ill-advised things sexually too. But we've had some level of responsibility on how we went about doing things. And we did that because we—we we, our goal is always to marry. When I met you all, I remember it was you, Mr. Moby, and myself when we was like 19, 20. And we was talking in a group of other guys around our age. And we was talking about how we not want to have sex with everybody and talking marriage then. And we was acting like it. Where they were just, hey, boy, the highest bid to get the dick. And so it doesn't matter that we were trying to hold ourselves to a level of chasteness because we're going to get the same bras they going to get.
0: Even worse. Right? Even worse. Because like you just said, the dudes in jail got the girl when she was at her. She was nice, pure. She yeah. was a good girl. Exactly. And that's the thing.
1: See, it's not no, now you're a good girl. You're a good girl like ain't. So if you had
0: one of those phases, if you've been tainted to that level, then that's what it is. So, let me ask you this one of the things we talk about offline off at the black community is the damage that the United States has done to the black community. And we always talk about it from a guy standpoint right. Do you think that part of the damage done from a female standpoint is that they don't know how to identify what a good man is or oh, they constitutes a good man I
1: Don't have a clue and one of the reasons why it's so light now when we talk about it and I put a lot of blame on 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 our feet on the woman because they do the one who picks and choose. That's who pick and choose. I was dating a young lady, for whatever reason, she didn't want to date anymore. But she, we're friends. You just had a good guy, who you were saying was a good guy, you don't want to date anymore. But you want to be friends. So that in itself is a contradiction, especially if you're single. That doesn't make any sense. But there's a lot of that going on. We can't, they're not identifying with stuff like that. They're not choosing the proper mates. I and mean, they do it when it's too late. But I can tell you this, and what I've learned and what I've matured. A
0: lot of it is our, is some, no, a lot of it is our fault. You mean guys? Men. Yeah, I mean, so this is it. this isn't the, it's your fault. It's not our fault. This is a joint effort. I think anybody, adult, any reasonable adult can say relationships are, you know, it may not be 50-50, but both parties are involved with the success and the failure. And in this case specifically, whenever we talk about this, I think you posted it. I very rarely check Facebook, but I checked Facebook today. I think you posted it. Everybody give a reason why you're single. And none of this niggas ain't shit, hoes ain't shit. Right. Congo And only one person answered that text. One person responded. And normally you get a group of responses on yours. Like I say... I very rarely check Facebook, but normally when I check Facebook, if I see your feed, you get 30, 40, 50 responses. One person responded to this, and that was very telling to me. If you can't identify, why? Because you could say, okay, we could say hoes ain't shit, and we have experiences from what hoes ain't shit, but are you doing everything you need to do or everything? Are you identifying? Like, we don't say, Oh, these hoes ain't shit. Cause we just identify identifying ho- strippers. So it's niggas who will say hoes ain't shit, Oh, it's guys who will say hoes ain't shit. But all they trying to date the strippers and, see, right. and find this girl in the room with no character, right? right. Or you know, you dated. We've dated girls from different walks of life with different backgrounds and different things like that, and we all come with the same result. Now, yeah, granted, some of it maybe I fall is always, always. Hey, you're a good guy. You're amazing, but and what's the but? You want a good guy. So if you're going to be, what is, is it something physical? Then that speaks to your shallowness.
1: Well, and there's nothing wrong with you having a preference. No. We all have them. But what happens, in it, and this goes back to the evolution of a bitch, what happens is, at some point, uh, what can you live with? You see what I'm saying? So before we even started this, we were just joking around. He was like, what is your, what if you could build a if you could build a bitch, what would she look like? And it was like, ah, oh, she would have this, she would have that. not it, I ain't really dated nothing that looked like what I described. You see what I'm saying? You said like, this. It has some stuff, but I ain't dated nothing that looked like what I would like. Ideally, if I look at a young lady, I'd be like, ah, oh, she's exactly. I have not dated seen. I have not dated that, and I've been content. have you seen it in life? Hell yeah, I live in Atlanta. I've seen it before. I've seen like th- physically. Oh my god, that's exactly what I want. Have I dated it? No, not at all. But who I dated, was I appreciative and did I think it was beautiful? And was I? Yes, because I can be I'm content with what you have. See, that's what I like physically, but mentally surpasses all all my physical ones. Now, as long as it's not as it it doesn't have to be exactly what I want, because again, I have not dated exactly what I, I ain't dated close to like what I physically want. And I ain't dated no booger wolves. You've seen them. I dated some beautiful women, but they ain't, I dated some seven or some eights. I ain't dated no tens and I ain't dated no, you know what I'm saying? Nothing that's like, oh wow. But they, to me, they're, oh, they have been a wow because of what else they have to offer. And I think that's something that men have been, they're able to do a little more than women. Because of course everything comes to one, but a woman can we've said it before, when it comes to sex, I only want to have sex with with somebody who's six for three. And she can have sex with only people
0: six three and over. And that's what she wants, that's what she can get. We talked about that going back to that event Saturday. There was a girl in the you no, know, average to above average looking girl. And she was she wasn't thirty yet, but she was over twenty five, under thirty. And she said only date I only like tall guys. And I was like, "What you mean, tall? She was like, they gotta be taller than me. How tall are you? Five three. Everybody's taller than you for the most part. No, I mean tall, over six feet. I was like, How many people have you dated over six feet? She was like, every guy I've dated has been over six feet, but one. And I was like, Well, what happened? And she was like, He was such a nice guy and all that, but I'm like, well, what was the but? She was like, you know, it just it just didn't work out, though. And I said, If he was six three, would it have worked out? And she paused.
1: Ridiculous. But see, that's the part that's ridiculous and along. So here's what a guy. In that same scenario, with the guy, 5'3, listen, I prefer 6'2. I only like dating 6'2 and over. But she's 5'5. Five, five. She's taller than
0: me, and she's sweet as shit. I'ma rock with it and be just happy rocking with that. Oh, a better thing, every guy, either an ass or a titty man, right? Right. Or both in my case. Oh, you know. How many guys marry the ass or the titties they want? Very few.
1: If any. Well, the ones who marry the fattest ass and stuff. Yeah. But very few.
0: I mean, but it's a, I mean to your point, it's a trade-off with that. And yeah. Yeah. You
1: don't mind. Yeah. No. You know, and and that's what... Because what's, what's important? Listen, I went out with a flat-chested chick last weekend... And her chest wasn't even my biggest, wasn't a concern. All right, and she was flat. She was little boy chested. Honestly. So
0: the itty bitty titty committee.
1: What? Like, she don't need any bra in her possession ever. <laughs> that's how them things, that's how little them things are. Does not matter at all. And I like, <laughs> I like big titties. <laughs> yeah, I love them. So what? Uh, how, what are you? How are you? I'm 36. I'm not going around here like, yeah, I would have dated her. She was sweet. And, you know, I know she cooking, she clean, and she's cool and all that, but she was an eight cup. But see how see that sounds? That don't make any sense. That's how stupid all that stuff sounds about. I'm 5'3", and he has to be 6'2". I would have went with him, but he was 5'11". I don't date anything with a 5. That doesn't make sense. So there's these kind of hurdles and barriers that keep getting in the way. Black people are damn like, it's going back to what the illustration. How do two porcupines mate? Very carefully. Very carefully. And instead of being very careful, we're loose. We're all that stuff. We're not. We're not coming together. But we can have children though.
0: They can have children, but we can't build. These motherfuckers in their thirties. This is what I taught you offline all the time. Motherfuckers in their 30s are having unprotected sex habitually with people they know they don't want to be with. If you with your girl, if y'all saying hey we're a couple and you mind up getting a pregnant and it don't work you know somebody like that. Couple got pregnant, not really working out. Fine. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a mistake but at least, you know what I'm saying? These are people who are wild before the girl pregnant. I don't want to be with the girl. When they get their girl pregnant, I'm not going to be with them. That's killing us. Yeah, cats meeting them having sex with them and protect the first night. Cats doing that type of stuff. It's, and, it's and, then, I mean, and then get mad when you get pregnant. And then, like, that's further dividing us, right? Because like you said, now you are a less attractive candidate to the girls who you probably do want or whatever. And, you know, same side for the sisters. Oh, I dated one girl, she like, everybody got a kid. She's like, all I want is a guy with no kids. All I want is a girl with no kids. Can you find it? Boy,
1: I told somebody, think about it. Think about all the women you know. All of them have kids for the most part. And then if you go a little step further, how, did, how many of them are married? It's just only a whole one bunch girl,
0: of money it's one It's only one girl we talked about who is married with no kids. And like, did as close to the right way as you can do it. It's only one girl that we know like that. The rest of them married with
1: children, got had children, then got married or... Don't haven't got married and have kids, like it's it's this this, it's just ridiculous what's going on. And so these are the things, these are some of the hurdles in the community. Would I want a black woman? I need
0: a black woman. The community needs you to have a black woman.
1: I do. And you said the best. You made a you had a great question. How long would you wait? Like how long is it gonna take before you get it? I have no idea. At all, and what happened is in trying to wait for a good black woman, or trying to wait for my good black woman. There's a lot of good black women. There's a lot of great black women, and trying to wait for my black woman, I, it may not be a help to community at all. Anyway, because I may just end up with with none anyway. So then, that's the other side of this. What happens if you just don't get married? Because a lot of us in our generation will not get are not going to get married. We're not going to find each other. And by the time they realize, them and us, by the time we all realize, hey, man, this is late. Oh, whoa, whoa. What time is it? What time do we have the clock? Nah, it's too late. Now you're talking about 50, 51 years old. You really want to start a family at 51? We're not far from it. In our circles, I'm one of the younger ones at 36. I ain't talking about underneath us. Y'all sir. And the other girls that we know, the ones, someone that's been on the podcast and all that. one of the young ones. We haven't found each other. And it's both our faults. We have to somehow get over these role barriers. That's entertainment. The expectations. Uh, that's materialism. Our shallowness. We have to get over that stuff in order to move forward. In order for everyone to get what they want, we have to. We have to. We have to get some of these anchors off the, out of the way. And that's what they are. Or what's going to happen is we're going to keep losing good quality black men. And like, black and, women. And black women. To, uh, to, to other white, races. To other races. White, Spanish, Asian. Doesn't matter. But that's what's going to happen. Because the structure they have,
0: they know how. And we wish them learning. Thank you guys for listening. This has been digitaldaring.com Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.